five practices to cut one's losses when supersizing your business. Sharon Hornells, we're here to supersize your business and our idiom, our expression today is to cut one's losses. Cut your losses, cut their losses, cut our losses, whatever uh, version of the phrase you use. This is a, an idiom and an expression that's been around since the beginning of the 19th century. Actually attributed to a gentleman by the name of David Ricardo with the London Stock Exchange. London Stock Exchange started in 1801, so they know that this is from the early uh, 1800s. And he was an economist on the London Stock Exchange, and he is attributed for saying to cut your losses, when to get out of the stock exchange, when to get out of a bad situation. So what does cut your losses mean? It, of course, means to stop the bloodletting, stop usually the loss of money or the loss of resources or the loss of something with respect to our businesses, our relationships. I think all of us, uh, maybe not all of us, maybe it's just me, that has been in a relationship that I stayed in too long or bev we've been in a relationship. Have you ever been in a relationship you stayed too long in? Have you ever had a crush on somebody that wasn't interested in you? Have you been in a business too long? I would say I was, I've been in businesses too long for me. Great businesses, but just like jobs, I've stayed in jobs too long. I tend to get this three-year itch. I don't know, each of us have an internal clock, an internal cycle uh, that works for us. And mine personally is about three years. I like to do something or start a, do, start a business and build it for about three years and then I'm done. I'm ready to hand the baton and pass it off to someone else. Uh, jobs too, same thing. Every three years, I feel like I've gotten in there. It takes about a year to figure out how things work, how they've worked. Another year to make changes in processes and procedures. And then the third year to delegate those handles off and automate those to other people. And then I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go on to a new challenge, a new thing to do. Uh, some things we should let fail that I hang on to far too long. I could think of lots of examples in different areas or aspects of my life. I probably might still have clothes from high school in my closet. I'm not gonna confirm or deny that, but it is entirely possible. So how about you? Do you hang on to things too long or do you cut your losses? Well, what are five practical ways or five practices that you can use as a, a business owner, a small business or big business, because we're all trying to grow and build and supersize our businesses these days, or to scale our businesses, whatever term you like best. I like supersize. It makes me just feel, it makes me smile every time I say it. So. How do, we, how do we do that? What are five practical ways to do that? Uh, whether it's letting go of stocks or investments or relationships or uh, product lines or people and, and things in your organization. How do you know what are five practices to have to know when to cut your losses? Because a lot of times cutting our losses mean severing our ties with certain relationships and human beings. Maybe it's a vendor. Maybe it's a, uh, uh, a customer. I've had to cut my losses with certain customers before. So what are some ways to do that? Number one, think critically before you act. Always think before you speak, always think before you act. Number two, keep a close eye on results. Pay attention to results, listen to results. We often get tied up emotionally in things and we stay too long or we hang on to things too long because we're emotionally attached to them. We think it's gonna be easier to stay than to leave. We think it's gonna be easier to continue doing something we've done for a while 
because it's the devil we know versus doing something different. So keep a close eye on results and make decisions based on the results that you're getting. Is this moving me toward what I want? Then keep doing it. If it's moving me away from what I want, stop doing it. Number three, look for small solutions. Look for and be solution focused. Everything doesn't have to be the be all and end all solution to things. We just wanna be making progress toward what it is that we want. Number four, know when to get out. Have a predetermined drop deadline. I like to call it a drop deadline for many reasons of when you are going to not cut and run, but let something go because it's time to let it go. Number five, recognize that, that some projects, many projects are not always do-it-yourself ventures, that you shouldn't do everything yourself. Something should be outsourced, something should be partnered up with, something shouldn't be done at all by you and your organizations because they're not your area of expertise. And a lot of times it's much cheaper and much less expensive and much less stressful and much less time consuming to partner up with somebody or hire something out that the experts can come in and do. I can think of so many examples of that these days. Uh, you know, accounting and finances, a lot of, I'm always on the, the beat of my financial situation and the results we're getting, but I am not the one that, that puts in and, and, and documents all of the expenditures, all of the revenue for any of my businesses these days. Accounting was one of the first that, uh, aspects of my business that I actually outsourced and delegated. Once taxes started to get super complicated, I had I let the experts do that part of the business for me. So these are just five practices. I can I can actually think of a, of many more. I learn from other people in terms of maybe it's not a do-it-yourself thing. I say model other people that have done what you want to do and Look for other people that have the expertise you not you don't. Instead of figuring out how, which a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, me included, like to say, well, I can figure this out. How can I do this? Ask who can do this? Who could do this better, faster, easier, more efficiently and effectively than I can? That's a great way to cut your losses in your business. And then there's always ways to cut expenses. We could do a whole uh, week-long seminar on how to manage and uh, reduce business expenses and Get the, get the best bang for your buck. So curious, how do you go about cutting your losses? How do you cut ties when you know that you should cut ties and it's best for your business and best for you to cut ties? How do you go about doing that? I would love to hear people's advice on that because I will admit I am one of those people that stays too long. I believe, you know, I got that diehard mentality where I'm gonna figure this out, we're gonna make it work. And sometimes it just means go your separate ways. People come in and out of our lives and in and out of our businesses for a, a season and a reason. And once that reason or season is ended, then it's time to let them go and let ourselves go as well. All right, have an awesome day. That's our idiom for today. I will be with you tomorrow with another change and challenge related idiom to coincide with the get up and go challenge. Any questions or comments, please share in the comments below or ask and I will of course be with you tomorrow. It's another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business and maybe even in your life right now? Have an absolutely awesome day.